Kobayashi. Yeah, I know you're talking about, but yeah. no, it's like which I think he got his ass put by a white dude. This one the white hot dude dog that, eating yeah, guy? there's a white dude out there now that's crushing like Joey oh. Chestnut is one like the last Joey eleven. Chestnut. It's yeah, not it's new. A, okay, well, it's like the past. Well, decade. it's your era. I My how era you get was good. Kobayashi growing up. Like, how do you become a professional eater? How do you even like enter the leagues? So do people just are you a small town like they know I your think name? You start off at like a local you finish two Domino's pizzas, yeah. like a local bar dive. You go in for a tater tot eating contest or some shit. Next yeah. thing you know, like, oh, shit, I smoked everybody. Yeah. Maybe I could do something with this. Yeah, I'm going to make something <laughs> of myself. <laughs> I don't want to be somebody. Yeah. I can't find the video I was thinking of. Oh, Chestnut? No. That's a horrible last name, by the way. Chestnut. Chestnut. <laughs> it just seems gross to me. Dirty. Those yeah. guys are like, they, like I, just, chestnut. I just feel like I'd need my stomach pumped after eating like 60-something hot dogs. I feel like so either two things. Their stomach you, They either purge stomach. after it, like yeah, uh, tickle that, that hang down, or uh, they've got to have like no food for the next 48 hours. Like True. I, um, I do want, what was I going to say as far as that goes? What were you saying right before you said? I'm saying like their stomach gets distended. No, before that, it was something else. De- oh, chestnut. <laughs> it, let's say you had a kid or you had like an unfortunate last name or something like that. Or you had a kid and your initials would give them like a funny initial. Yeah. Would you do it? Would you like mess with them in that way? Would you I've ever known name people them like, that are named like Kendall Kendall or John Johnson or yeah. I mean the the Kelly, singer Kelly. off the singer off American uh, Idol is like Philip Phillips. Yeah. Why would you true. name your child that? It's just stupid. Yeah, it is. Or like I don't know. You're just fucking them. Like, I don't know any. As soon what as would, born. Like if you had, <laughs> like if your last name started with S, would you name your kid like Arnold Schwarzenegger to where it would be like A S S or like I don't know, just funny oh. initials at all. I don't know if I'd think that deep enough. Oh. Probably not. I don't know. Maddie's got a tricky last name. What's hers? Dix. Co- or Dix. no, Dix, yeah. Yeah, what's hers? So. Covington. <laughs> I almost, <laughs> almost slipped there. <laughs> yeah. <Fucked up. laughs> but, like, yeah, that can be tricky depending on the name you choose. Nice. Yeah. Well, no, you're taking her last name, right? Of course. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> of course. But, like, imagine my Richard. <laughs> Richard Dix. Yeah, no. Call me Dick. Yeah. (laughs) Or Yoana. Yeah. (laughs) All right, let's crack open these drinks. Yeah. Dicking around. (laughs) So, we're doing a, uh, we've done this before C4 Freedom Ice. Very good flavor. Here at Iron Bill Gym. Yep. That is good. I really like this flavor. Yeah. These are so consistent. Takes the edge off. That's real good. That's real good. Yeah. And I'll give my, my two tips right off the bat, right off the buds. Yeah. This, what is it, uh, Bomb Pop? Basically, yeah. Yeah. Well, it's like Bomb Pop flavor. Mm-hmm. In comparison to most, in my opinion, has a nice citrus bite to it. The others are syrupy and like very sweet, yeah. oversweetened, and I'm don't have big, that like, like bite at the end of it. This is good. I, I don't like, like you say, a big syrup kind of after yeah citrus isn't the right uh flavor note but i know where you're going with that it has like a citric acid bite to the end of it though like when you when you drink it it like it hits those buds in the back of your tongue where it's like ooh, that's a little yeah. sour it's probably more of a malic acid though because citrus is, is more related to like 
oranges and lemons and limes. You wouldn't get any of that in this. It'd be a different kind of fruit, more like a mm. berry fruit. Is a cherry a berry? That's a good question. Or is cherry cit- citric? I'll look it up. Citrus. But now's a great well, time I to think talk berry about. berry is related yeah. to the seed structure, if I remember correctly. Because like berries? if you think about blueberry, strawberry, like it's multiple seeds, and cherry just has the pit. Yeah. So cherry would be more like a peach, maybe. Mm. Cherries are fruits. And berries what? are but and, <laughs> but cherries are not berries. They are droops. What the fuck? <laughs> All right, we're going too deep into that. Holy shit. Yeah. It really doesn't even matter. Cherries, berries. Yeah. Well, anyway, how was your weekend? Weekend was good. Weekend was good. Uh slept in a bunch, man. I still don't feel like either I've recovered from Hawaii, have COVID. Allergies. I'm just kidding. Or uh just allergies. It's probably been whooping ass because I'll wake up at I've been waking up at like 1 or 2 a.m. and can't go to sleep for an hour or two because I can't Dang. breathe out of either hole in my nose, you know. That's the worst. Just yeah. mouth breathing. Yeah. Suffocating in my own pillow. But yeah. it's been good, man. Do mouth tape. We shot some content over the weekend, yeah, so we that was good. That. We did do that. You know? Austin uh, got a whole Chick-fil-A order for the sake of a shot. Yep. I was impressed. Yeah. Trying, so. to, do, trying to do it out here, yeah. man. Someone's got to. Mm-hmm. But, uh... Other than that, didn't really do much. Uh, like I said, slept a lot. I actually napped both days, which... Great I feeling. Mean, did it, it on Friday. It is a great feeling. But then, like, I woke up Sunday and uh, realized that it was, like, already 7, 8 o'clock. I was like, holy oh, shit, Oh, damn. And then like, you're screwed. When I kind of got to go, go to right bed. back to bed. But do you ever have this? Because this happened to me on Friday. But especially on a couch nap, I start to fall asleep. I do fall asleep. And then I, like... Wake up, and it's not that far, that much time that's passed, basically, since I originally fell asleep. But I start to wake up, and then I'm, like, half asleep, half awake. And I I go to get off the couch, and then I, like, fall immediately back to sleep within, like, three seconds. But enough time to register that I, like, tried to wake up, basically. And then it happens again, and it happens again. Do you have contacts? No. I feel like that's a big thing, too, because, one, I don't take naps, but I feel like... For a couple reasons, but one of them also being that, like, if I sleep in my contacts, then they get, like, real kind of, like, gross or drowsy, like, for the rest of the day. And Uh, usually I don't carry a case with me or, like, don't feel like taking one out to put them in. So you never sit down on the couch and just be like, damn, I could, if I close my eyes for one second, I could pass out. Not once. If if I feel that way, it's, like, 8 or 9 o'clock, I'm about ready to go to bed anyway. But what I was going to say with that is. Every hour of the day. With I feel like though when I like barely wake up and then fall back asleep, it's like enough to register to where I feel like I'm almost like having a half dream, half awake, but just thinking that like I can't get up, like I'm stuck like this, like I keep trying to get up, but I like my body is pulling me back down into sleep. Yeah. So on Friday, like you know, only thirty forty five minutes have passed, <laughs> but I was like. Like, I'm trapped. Like, I if I can wake up long enough, like, I need to rush to the gas station and get a bang because otherwise I'm not going to be able to get off the couch. You might fall asleep in the car. Yeah. Glued to the shit. Damn. So, I've been it's called way. having schizophrenia. <laughs> yeah, sounds like y'all got insomnia or something. I definitely have something going on. It's And you asked Sarah, it's probably been like... It's been a while since I watched a movie completely through. Oh, yeah. Because if I sit down for any amount of time. It's a curse. And I enjoy the movie sometime. Only like 30 but, minutes in. Yeah. Damn. Trust me. Out. And especially if you're watching a movie in bed. Oh, yeah. But I, yeah, I that makes sense. I don't have a TV yeah. in bed anymore. But yeah. 
the the couch is almost the same to me. Like I yeah. can fall asleep. I can fall asleep on the floor, dude. Yeah. Anywhere. Y'all are bad, man. If I yeah, stop moving for any amount of time, especially my body shuts off. Yeah, when I was doing school, like even just laying, my old apartment had a cement floor. And I would just lay on that oh. and like go on the laptop, and yeah. then even then would <laughs> nice hard head floor. In the computer. Sometimes I find that that's the best. Or something? I know you haven't recently. Right? No, I just uh, you know I expend a lot of energy, very intense workouts, so I have to <laughs> take a lot of is. recovery. That's what it is. But <laughs> I was gonna tell you, I was thinking about this. Sometimes I feel like I sleep better. Like sometimes I go without a pillow for a while. And sometimes I've slept on the floor when my back was hurting for a time. Um, and I sometimes feel like the harder surface, I don't know if this is actually a thing, but I feel like sometimes with cushy beds, cushy couches, other things like that, yeah. we kind of get into this like false stability. And I almost feel like that throws you off more. But if you're on a hard surface, you kind of have to brace yourself in ways that you don't on a soft surface. Yes. So it almost like rights you again. That makes sense, but I feel like it depends on the mattress. Like I like a firm, firmer mattress, but still softer, like, you know, on Sleep like the top number. layer. Yeah, like I feel like I, I'm not the kind, like Maddie will use pillows that are basically like <laughs> Worthless. just limp, like sacks, yeah. Yeah. you know? No, and I, I don't, don't like do that. that. Yeah, I, I use like a, a stiff. My oh. Pillow by Mike Lindell. Yeah. I feel like yeah. all other Fox advertisers have pulled out and he's still going yeah. strong. Mm-hmm. But anyway, I so. have one of those and uh, that, you know, you'd, you'd expect like some pillow on like a TV commercial to be like super soft and comfy. It's really not that special, but it is a little bit firmer than the average pillow, I feel like in a way. Yeah. Um, so like, I feel like I remember where I saw this, but I feel like the best technique, at least for your head, is you want to take it and, like, kind of wrap it, like, under so that, like, I don't know, it kind of naturally, like, hits, I feel like, your shoulders and keeps your head in, like, a good neutral position because you don't want to be, like, raised too high. But without a pillow, your neck will naturally, I feel like, fall slightly behind, like, your center, like, spine, I feel like. Yeah. And, you know, one or two nights, you know, it's probably not a big deal, but... um I don't know. I feel like long term, it probably is still better to have a mattress. But I do agree with your point from a general aspect that I feel like overly like just soft, plush. Like we're not made for that. I feel like. What did you uh, get with your second payment of nineteen ninety five? Oh, I never bought it. Oh, my parents did. My parents liked <laughs> nice. it so much they bought two. Nice. There's something about a soft mattress. Like a for hotel. A Tempur-Pedic fucks me up when I go to the store. I have we have a memory foam. It's not Tempur-Pedic brand, but it's a memory foam, and it's soft in its own ways. But in some ways, it can be stiff. Like, but if you sit on it long enough, like everything just loosens up, and it's just like, ugh. <laughs> yeah. That's a clip. That's a sound bite right there. Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> I will say something about a soft mattress when it comes to the extracurricular activities ain't it doesn't work. That's true. You need That's that. True. That. You need something yeah. a little more stiff. Well, imagine, bro, imagine because, a waterbed. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, you aren't getting any, like, yeah. rhythm going. You get nothing. No <laughs> rhythm. Just fucking flopping around. In, yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. why so you need a prison cot. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, maybe. Now, a firmer bed is definitely um, better for that. Now, is your bed, like, raised up on, like, a... Uh, oh, yeah. Whatever? Oh, Waist see. height. No, but is it, like, oh. is it have, like, a bed frame and everything? No. Oh, uh, well, I mean, it has, like, a box that goes around it. Oh, okay, because like ours thing. is like, yeah, it's like raised on like a box. But I know yeah. like my one like that I grew up had like you know a frame and everything. But that sh- that that thing from like 
15 on with squeaky yeah, yeah, yeah and like ours no noise yeah. and it's got those boards that like fall out yeah. from the underside mine didn't have that oh. but it was still like insanely fucking squeaky and i was like why the fuck you still yeah. have that Oh, it's gone now. Okay, yeah. I was about to say. No. <laughs> I will no. say, um, whatever the, I don't know what it's called, but the thing under the mattress, not, maybe. Be- box spring? Technically, but it's not a spring. But I have like this thing that the mattress sits on. Yeah. And it's got you, these yeah. drawers. Yeah, yeah. drawers. Okay. But it is perfect height, I feel like, because it's like just below hip, basically. Oh, mine's so a little let your lower. Mind <laughs> mine's, mine's a little lower than hip, so I'd almost have to do like a you get on your toes? wide spread. Oh, yeah, wide he gets keep so step ladder. Yeah. No, I don't gotcha. got to do the toes. So your quads are burning. No. I used to try to pull off the toe thing, I feel like, in high school, but it's like you, your calves, you know, your no. balance doesn't work. Yet. Yeah, rhythm, rhythm still gets thrown off for sure. Yeah. But yeah, memory foam's good. What if you're like, wait, babe, let me get my step stool. <laughs> Be right back. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you're up. going for a ride. Yeah. Got up. a little yeah. cup holder in the yeah. side. <laughs> towel on the side. One hand on the front handle. <laughs> TV remote control. Too. Yeah, we got the, We're in the, business. The, like, the tape wrapped around the handlebars. Yeah. So it's like a grip. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> yeah. Maybe, it, never mind. I was about to say, maybe when I build my own house, I'll have like the perfect, like, like everything will be perfect. Have the set. Like, high, like, everything's measured for Dick a performance. <laughs> There's no like leisure about it. It's all performance in the, in the yeah. in all business. All angles. Yeah, why is the kitchen island at this? Uh, it doesn't seem functional. No, but it's. Oh, it is. It is. Yeah. Yeah. Ain't food on that. But, uh, <laughs> there is a spread. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Damn. But uh, I guess we dive into some updates coming up here soon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All it. or nothing. So cherry freeze on the Same topic color of palette is these gym gloves. Yeah, I don't know if you'll be able to see it in this camera. Probably check out the Instagram for a better picture. Yeah, got some cool pictures and content coming out uh, along with the drop, and as we hype this up. But really cool uh, flavor. Different than all the rest of them. I know we hit on a little bit in a few last shows, but this is Cherry Freeze. It's like a bomb pop-esque with like an extra cherry, like slushy vibe to it. Yeah, so uh, same great formula. It. Yep. It's um, going to be a good contrast, I think, to like the Lime mm-hmm. and uh, Monster, which are different <clears throat> in their own right. But like, I, I don't know about you guys, but when I look and I see like green on both labels, I almost like associate them as like the same like category. I don't. You know? Yeah. I know you may not. But <laughs> I almost still think like both are like, green-ish is like what my subconscious thinks so then when i see like you know not only white tub but blue i know like cherry cherry's just going to be noticeably different compared yeah. to the others and a little bit sweeter uh it makes me very excited yeah. yeah and a bunch of other like cool things that i feel like we we hit on yeah show off that label i know right well obviously we, we still went with all like the tactile and uh metallic foil, right? yeah. foil that we have wrapped around like the green monster and walk the lime so you can feel it not only see it but feel it when you touch it yeah. you feel the raised edges and stuff and yeah <laughs> um and then we updated the ingredient panel which you probably won't be able to see uh clearly on the back of this but helps you get a little more educated a little bit more educated on what ingredients are in there and what they do so it's broken down into, into sections telling you every aspect of the pre-workout should cover you from performance and training, just like we, uh, we'd we hope it would. Mm-hmm. Something we would take, obviously. Absolutely. But, uh, yeah, really excited for this one. Should be dropping um, Friday. Dropping Friday. Nice. Sign up for the newsletter. VIP text group. First to do. 
first to know, might get a sick deal, might not. Maybe. Maybe, maybe it's maybe fuck you. Maybe, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. We love you, but uh that was a joke. Yeah. Anyways, uh all other than that, in a few weeks from now we'll have another party in the gym with some warmer yeah. weather yeah. coming up. We just want to throw that into people's ears, get some yeah. some birds Double chirping check the in the ear. On that. It will it's be the, the third. third. Yeah. yeah. So keep an eye on that market hey, calendar. No, Temperatures getting warm, y'all. Oh yeah. So oh, yeah. doors open. Come on out and have a good time. That's true. Get that pollen in here. Yeah, get that pollen <laughs> in your system. Yeah. Get used to it. But uh, other than that, what's what's any other updates we got going so on? So one thing I wrote on the board that I was thinking about, and I texted uh, Griffin Saturday and got no response. But <laughs> I was coming into work, basically. I was on but, my uh, way over. So I was watching um, a video of a, a bodybuilder that both uh, Griffin and I really like, Evan Sintapani. Um, <laughs> been with Animal Forever. Cool dude. Very, like, I feel like traditional with you know simple house yeah. big into like natural foods and organic lawn and mowers. Um, lawn mowers <laughs> and uh he goes like farmers markets and like the old butcher and everything and uh but real cool dude i was watching him train at powerhouse and uh i was just like one getting the feel of kind of what him and like animal kind of do and everything like that but also like the workout itself it just made me really think again about how um all these bodybuilders from years past, basically everyone from before 2000, and even some like the better physiques now that I like and people, they just use free weights for like 90% of their exercises. And I feel like sometimes we just get so into like flashier machines or exercises or like the new thing that it's like they, you know, they feel great and I feel like they're a nice cherry on top. But one way I described it to Griffin was like, if you took like one of your best workouts you've recently had and you had to strip away exercises you'd never take away the free weight movements or the workout would not be the same i feel like if anything like i take like my chest workout where i did you know let's say bench press a chest press machine cable flies and let's say like an incline like dumbbell press i feel like i'd never take away the bench press or the incline i feel like i'd always be like uh let me take out that machine i feel like the meat potatoes of where like a great physique is made and where like the best workouts I've had are are with you know free weights, dumbbell rows, barbell rows, pull ups, um, dips, you know shoulder press with a barbell or dumbbell. Yeah, you know, there's something about the fundamentals like yeah. of that. Like, you know, not only does it train that certain muscle group, but it engages most likely your core and other things that would help that's, build an overall that's what physique. Um, he mentioned you know? he was talking about how he uses barbell rows, and he was like. He started his back workout. Your hamstrings shoulder. and glutes would probably get developed from yeah, that too. Yeah, he started his back workout with line leg throw, and I was like, "That's interesting." Like he would do like three sets of that, and he was like, "I'm priming up those leg or those hamstrings, so when I get into a, a barbell row positioning, I can uh, load the hamstrings and glutes more because your legs should be tensed up, and it really should feel like a full body movement." And so when I was doing them, I didn't do like leg throw to warm up, but I thought about more about loading up my legs and hamstrings and tensing the legs and keeping everything tight as I did the movement. And I feel like I felt like I felt it better. Um, and, you know, really one point, like, he nailed across. That's obvious, but, like, why do you do a compound exercise? Because you're working so many different muscle groups, um, not just, like, big muscle groups like biceps overall, but also, like, all the little muscles, the brachialises, the, like, you know, the, the wrist flexors and extensors, all these, like, little things, too, to where you're really hitting everything. And I feel like sometimes when you use, like, a pivoted machine, or even to some extent, sometimes cables, um, you know, you're isolating the bigger muscles, but you're not really getting all the stabilizers and things around it to where, I don't know, I feel like if you just 
if you could do a study where you took two physiques where only used free weights and only used um, like cables, yeah, you'd you'd see both developed people. But I feel like you know the 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 person who just used isolation type exercise would just look a little funky just because I feel like they wouldn't have the fuller rounder like look that like when you're hitting all kind of muscle fibers on like free weights would provide. Yeah, I think there would be a few variables. There would be probably yeah, a sure. variable in strength because the overall strength of the free weight person probably would be up compared sure. to you know somebody with just machine exercises. I mean, sure, they'd be strong, but they wouldn't be able to like transfer that into other areas probably whether it be an athletic or mm -hmm. whatever um range of motion probably would be a little bit different mm -hmm. and lacking in one or the other i think it'd probably be better in the free weight one but uh the big advantage i, I feel like for machines is um obviously you can target a muscle like better in a sense if you're yeah. already like you know struggling in a way to, uh, to target a certain muscle group and uh especially if you want to bring up something and you don't want to increase size of raw in an area and also, I feel like the biggest advantage for me is I can load up a muscle and tension without really uh, increasing my risk of injury. Because, like, you know, just pounding bench press and different variations and dumbbell presses over and over, eventually, like, your shoulders, your joints get kind of, like, like, beat up if that's all you're doing, especially if it's heavy. So, at least with the machine, you can take a little bit of tension off your shoulders. You don't have to worry about racking things as much. Like there's there's a clear advantage or like a leg press. You, know, you don't have to worry about your knees and hips and all these other things as much. So there's that advantage. Like machines are like important and I, I like them. But I was just thinking about really rethinking how I structured a lot of my workouts recently and adding in more free weight movements and really just thinking about like we talked about before in our garage workouts, like intensity and being very intentful. Is that a word? Being very intentional. Intentional. Intentional, not intentful. Being very intentional um, with each rep and each exercise or each uh, set. And I feel like, you know, with the free weights, I'll just, I don't know. It's just a thought I had. I feel like I was adding in too much fluff and isolation work, you know, my workouts recently. I mean, do you, Griffin? I start off my workouts usually. I'm just thinking, like, when he was talking about it earlier, it is like a, not a cherry on top. I guess it is, but like, it's, it's usually always towards the middle or end of my workout to where yeah. I'll get to the machines, I'll start off with a free weight compound or whatever, just a free weight barbell, dumbbell exercise. And then I'll be like, all right, let me go now try and pump out some reps in a fixed position or like a, the flat bench hammer strength or the sure. incline or pec deck, you know, on, and not maybe focus on as much weight, more so just feeling like the contraction per se yeah, and like absolutely. polishing it off per se. I feel like... Um, I, I do like machines to the extent that I feel like sometimes, like from AmFam, I used to love that single arm uh, plate-loaded oh, yeah. row or the, those here. Strive. Is it Strive machines that you can set yeah. the, the where different, you feel yeah. the, the oh, like weight? High, mid, low. Yeah, now high, prime, mid, low. Let's try, yeah. um, I used to really like their – there was the incline chest one that I liked I a lot. I want them to sell them um, to me. <laughs> <laughs> so I always used to like that, especially when I first started at AmFam, just because especially kind of working your way around, like when you first, first start out or like for me, when I was too weak to really bench or like do other things like that, just starting out, it felt good to just be like, all right, well, I can at least figure out like what feels the best, like yeah. what point of motion I can really feel that muscle engage. Now, like you said, Austin, I typically like to approach it like... I'll try to just give as much as I can for the free weight stuff and then worry about the machines kind of just 
loading it, but not like trying to kill myself on it, but just trying to like burn out within that like squeeze of the muscle basically. But um, an interesting thing is last year before the quarantine um, and then subsequently during, I was trying to make this program basically that I felt like was basically essentially all free weight stuff, mostly barbell, like dumbbell, and then finishing with like a cable or like a leg extension. Um, Because my mentality was just, I want to be able to, at the time I was going to Wolfgang, sometimes Cherry (laughs) cherry, cherry Freeze, sometimes (laughs) Carrie Street, sometimes Fangold's, Willow Lawn, all these different hats. Yeah, yeah, I am just, it's like a a Mormon, which wife for which day, basically. (laughs) But, um... I wanted a, uh, at least a program that I felt like, okay, I can do something, the same workout at any gym, basically. Um, and I do, I will say too, machine wise, I am a fan of an assisted pull up sometimes because I too. just feel like I can just like sit in it sometimes and not feel like I'm just holding on for dear life. But um, I, I that was mostly all free weight and with a little bit of machine here and there. But I will say actually, this whole year since January, since I've been doing that program and working with uh, Wesley, I haven't done really any machine with the exception of a lap pull down. No leg extension, no leg press, no cable fly, no nothing. So it has really been interesting and kind of taking a step back, whereas my previous mentality was like, try to go as heavy as I can within that rep range on free weight and then like burn out the feeling for machine but taking a step back and really working on mind muscle connection with free weight like a dumbbell fly or like a pullover or even on bench just trying to feel out chest it's really helped me feel like oh okay I can build upon this now rather than just like trying to be strong on this and then work on feel on other exercises like a cable or a machine so it's been really nice to kind of like have an inclined bench actually feel like my upper chest even if i'm going a little bit lighter i feel like oh okay like this is this is the golden era baby like it's gonna be a deep v <laughs> from here deck. on out yeah nice. so i don't know it's it's definitely something i like the machines we have here <laughs> but i also feel like i never come away from a workout being like man that blew me away i never feel like i can get say yeah, for example something like a hammer strength pull down i do love it but I never feel like I can get comfortable in it almost. Like I always feel like, okay, like I'm a little too forward or like I'm a little too like pinched in certain areas. Like if I feel it better in my back, I feel like I kind of feel uncomfortable in my torso or my knee. Whereas like a lap pull down, just a cable, I feel better in. I don't know if that makes sense. We but I will say like the too. hammer strength flat press, I, I do like that a lot. Because uh, when I talked to him about it yesterday or Saturday um, – one thing he brought up was cables, and I was talking to him about, like, I feel like cables are kind of like that, like, gray area to where... It's a free weight, but with a direction. It, yeah, like, it, like it's obviously right. still in a pulley system, but there's more freedom of movement to where you kind of get more uh, variety as far as angles that fit your body better than a machine would. So it's kind of like that mid-ground to where you're going to get more benefit doing, like, a cable row or a lap pull-down versus a row that's in a fixed position. Like as much as I love that star track, maybe the way you're positioned with your elbows, you're not getting as natural for your like limb length and width of your back and things like that versus a cable row. 
you might be able to kind of hand select that a little bit better or yeah. play around with your elbow angle and things more. Um, obviously, you use all that's you know available to you in a gym. Um, but I, I was just thinking about that more and more. I was like, the basics, man. And I was just thinking about like some of the best like physiques that people still like admire today. When you look back at like the uh, not to you know be like the boomer looking at nostalgic. And it's like, it's better in my day. But, you know, Arnold and Frank and, like, these other people, um, you know, when they were in their gym, like, they, all they had was, like, a little bit of cable, but it was just dumbbells and a barbell. Yeah. And most of the time, it wasn't even, like, an easy bar. It was, like, a straight bar. They'd be doing, like, everything with that from skull crush to whatever. And um, I feel like good density. sometimes all you need is a bar and a pair of dumbbells. For sure. I don't yeah. think, you know, to build a physique, I don't think you need anything more than a barbell. And if more dumbbells. And but, I wonder but it if... it is funny because I feel like if I were to make a home gym, I'd be like, damn, I'm deprived. Like, I only have a barbell and dumbbells. But there's bodybuilders that have built physiques true, true. technically I'm off of, like, a lot of machines, though. Well, that's what I was going to get to is I wonder if, you know, some of the, like, ultra thickness and density that we're seeing in, like, some of these bodybuilders nowadays is because they can isolate... Like muscle group out so much more and pump the shit out of it. Yeah. I mean, I obviously know like you know the size requirements and the you know the drugs they're yeah, taking drugs out are, are probably different. Hella better. But I just wonder if that's maybe just one factor to it that like they can truly like isolate the muscles even better to where yeah. you know they can make like an arm just get fucking insane. You know, or like a quad. You know, yeah. I don't know because they're, like the craziest set of legs to come out like first was probably like Tom Platt's right. And it True. was like a leg extension. They really weren't. I mean, they were probably using them yeah. back in the day. I think, though, big, I think so. back then, though, you have to think about, too, the fact that, like, it's not just the muscular development, but, like, the whole figure or, like, torso or frame in general, too. Because yeah. t- say, for example, I'm trying to think of who it is, but somebody... Like, let's say, for example, an Artemis Dolgan. You know how mm-hmm. he has, like, that crazy, almost, like, cartoon character kind of taper? shoulders. You know, that doesn't necessarily mean that, like, I don't know. I feel like even though the waist is small, like he was doing that, like, corset and, like, vacuum all the time, it doesn't look as powerful, I feel like. It almost looks like you could just, like, push him over. Because even though there's a tiny waist, the, like, figure itself is not, you know what I mean? To where even if the waist was thicker, he would have, like, a more domineering frame. I mean, not that he doesn't look strong, but, yes, I I get it, though. To where, like, if you think about, like, more the golden era, even if people are bigger now, there's almost, like, you know, they used to do so many more, like, pullovers to where, like, the rib cage was better. There's, like, more of a Herculean (laughs) kind of physique. So it's almost like everything kind of grew around each other to where more is isolated now and bigger to where like Arami's legs might be really big, but like, there's not really that like frame to it. You know what I mean? It's hard to describe. I feel like some physiques, like you can only build from actually being like strong or athletic or whatever, or like your physique is so much a byproduct of like your your training style like for example like how my legs have changed with running or how a lot of times like we'll look at these crossfit athletes and they'll be fucking like jacked or like a gymnast has like these massive biceps and arms but it's like purely obviously a byproduct of their training but it's like in some ways even if they did all the curls in the world their arm like wouldn't look like that it's like almost like a byproduct of having to have the ability matched with the physique versus you know most of the time in bodybuilding you don't have to be the strongest dude in the gym but you might look like you're the strongest dude in the gym yeah but i feel like some physiques to your point griffin it's like you know it's a 
it's purely a byproduct of like the variety of exercises they did, the range of motion and things like that. Versus now, I feel like we do have so many like isolation type of movements and and technology that you know they didn't have like they rarely do people do like deep chest flies and deep um uh dumbbell pullovers or even pull-ups i feel like that's not really a thing that you see too many i don't know a single body body that does pull-ups and i i get like they're heavier so it's harder but it's like wouldn't that be good because you're pulling heavier weight yeah but i mean like even like seth when um rosie when he does his like workouts he does that pull-up machine which is a phenomenal machine especially if you're trying to work towards pull-ups yeah um but it's like why don't you just do like body weight too and just you know I don't know. It's rare. Yeah. 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 I feel like there's some like exercises that are just like uh, taboo nowadays in bodybuilding that people would just rather sub in a machine or, you know, cave. Because it's comfortable. Yeah. It feels good. Part I mean, of and it. you can and less, strong. less injury. Sometimes a machine, like it's easy just to sit on down, plop one down, put that Load peg in there. Plates. And it's yeah. just like, all right, I can, push, it. I can push through it and chill and not have to engage my core a ton, mm-hmm. not to like. Grit. Yeah. I mean, you know, you're still working, but you're not. Yeah, you know. Exactly. But uh, speaking of, maybe if a machine would be good after watching that pec tear, the, or seeing mm. that pec tear on that bench. Did I you don't, see I that don't like to look at those. Do you want to watch? It? No, I don't want to. Live watch reaction. It. Both sh- y'all? No, I'm not doing it. Oh my I god! Not like to it watch wasn't that even stuff. as bad. as I y'all will think not do it. it. I don't, the gym fail stuff. It like I can watch those gore like live leak move videos and. Jim fail videos where it's an injury is because worse it's too to close to home. Man. Yeah, you know which one I don't want to watch is the one on leg press where the <gasps> knee inverts. I've Those seen that before me. too, and it just comes back into their. I was face. telling you how sometimes after my runs, like um, the tibial tuberosity that yeah. not like below my knee. Um, Speak English. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about, boys? <laughs> gets yo trick calls it a. Uh, he calls us damn not a forearm a foreleg. That's oh, what he called four leg. Well, he's and that's the hoof. Trick said, "Me and my four leg uh, down here." I said, "Said what? Four leg? <laughs> four leg? It's called a shin, dude." He's like, oh, I've been. But anyway, um, <laughs> so like, basically, my shin gets feels a little bruised and like tender after like you know long distance. And so like the next day or like later in that day, if I go to do like a deep squat, it kind of like I feel it a little bit, um, a little bit of pain. And so like when I trained legs the next day, if I do leg press. Um, I feel stable, but I almost just get the sensation like one day my like femur is just going to like shove right through my knee yep. and just compound fracture And when I come down. And um, I, God forbid that ever happens. But that's like mentally like what I'm thinking. I'm like, this is it. Yeah, <laughs> it's just going to be blood everywhere. Yeah. I'll never walk again. That's crazy. I'll take a black and white photo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Aftermath. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Be back tomorrow. Get yeah. some. Yeah, go get some. <laughs> get some. Yeah, for sure. So, uh, you know, I guess at the end of the day, I guess we can all all agree that a free weight or free weights can get it done just as much as a machine. Yeah. I had another topic too that was old timey based, but it wasn't like lifting based. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking about this. I feel like Griffin, you'll find a what or have an interesting perspective on this. Is I was thinking about how like pretty much before like mid or early 1900s literally the only like contract people had was like your word or a handshake and i thought that that's like i have like such an overlooked thing nowadays that like you know people obviously have things in writing now they have proof you can go to court and this and that but it's like back in the day like all it was was like 
you're going to trade this land or I give you, you know, especially like when they don't have email and you're yeah. just trusting months later when you get a messenger that they're going to do this. It was literally just like your, your like word and honor and just like a handshake. And it was like, cool. I think a and lot of trust people they don't stood go back for something it. back then. Are they, you know, you, like, you cared yeah, that's, about your, that's what I'm getting at. You cared about your character back yeah. then, you know. You're respecting, like, your name and meant something. So, I mean, there's still people like that nowadays, but it's so, people want, like, quick and easy and, like, get get from under you type thing or what's in it for me type shit. And, you know, everybody has, you know, nobody's perfect, but it's like, at the end of the day, you're able to look back at yourself or like if you were to have kids and be like, damn, they could be proud of me or like leaving a good legacy per se. It's like, I don't know, maybe when I was younger, I didn't think about it as much. But now that I have my own business and realizing like people that have dicked me over, um, over the years we've been doing this, like, yeah, it, well, it you makes, told me about like, um, vaguely, you know, about like whole manufacturer or store didn't want to work with you because yeah, things of the past. So, for sure. um, I feel like. I think like respect is so big, like for me as like a core value and, and like for life. And I just think it, yeah, it is such an overlooked factor in people's mind. Like nowadays of like standing for something or standing yeah. for your word and your word meaning something when you, when you make a promise or say you're going to do something and doing it or standing by someone. Um, and I just, I just think it's so funny. Like back in the day, like it was just like a handshake and, and like, all right, it's on or, do you and think there was like a it. fist fight after, or like you know? I feel like things like, were yeah. rarely I'll like find a you. duel in the street. Yeah, I would say a couple things to this. One, um, I feel like as things become more internet based or globalized, it's kind of like you you care more about your review or your online kind of presence or reputation more than like your actual quality or like. I don't know, just face-to-face -face sort of thing to where, like, if you think about a lot of companies or, like, franchises or something like that, how many, like, focus on, I don't know if you've seen, like, these Twitter, like, clapbacks or whatever that, you know, Slim Jim says this as a reply yeah. to something and then it goes viral or something like that to where then it's that makes a big rhythm. surge. Yeah. yeah. Or, like, um, just reviews overall in the context of something like Amazon, I can't tell you how many things I've bought that have a five star review and it's a thousand five star reviews. And then when you get it, it breaks within the week and then I leave a bad review and the person reaches out and says, Hey, we'll send you free product if you delete the review basically. Mm -hmm. So it's very manipulative to kind of go on this like internet facade um, that I feel like now that everything is part of this, you know, a greater, like the mom and pop shops are being bought out or other things like that by a bigger company. It's a lot more about just presentation, like online, yeah. you know, view versus your actual like character because you're now just part of this bigger entity. It's not your shop. You're not really like the manager of something. You're kind of just you're overseen by a bigger company. And that's something I feel like my dad's company has gone through because they used to be like a local construction company in the area and uh it was kind of named after his own name basically and then he partnered with some people and then they got bought out with a bigger company but it's funny sometimes that for the funding or other things like that you do lose a lot of 
you know, freedoms or special things that when I used to work there, a lot of his guys would tell me, yeah, your dad, like, you know, we would uh, always go get breakfast together as a like company, basically, because it was maybe, you know, nine or 10 construction worker guys on Friday morning. And then if we would work like extra hour the other days, he'd let us get off early on Friday, basically. And like we would just uh, kind of have that worked out amongst ourselves. But then once that bigger company took over, no, that's all out. All the yeah. trucks now have GPS or like other things like that to where, type yeah, shit. even though it might be nicer tools or like nicer trucks or other things like that, you lose that kind of, you know, golden day of, of business or kind of like, you know, feeling like you're just a team almost yeah. rather than that, if that makes sense. So I don't know. I would say too, in regards to that, I feel like uh, there's a little bit lower trust as far as society goes to where it's not just like your neighborhood grocery <laughs> store or something like that anymore that we don't really know each other that much. And that might just be because of bigger like population density and cities yeah. or other things like that. But one thing I always think is interesting, kind of related, is the shopping cart uh, paradigm or paradox or whatever it's called. Basically, that's the sign of if you're a good person, if you return the shopping cart. It mm -hmm. costs nothing. Basically, it won't get you anything. It takes a little amount of effort and time, but it will make it easier for other people that are in the area. So it it's not really like you're a bad person if you don't return it, but you are a good person if you do return it, basically. So I can't remember the exact like phrasing of it, but it's almost just like think of that in the context of your locale or your kind of community or other things like that. Yeah. Do we really have people that go out of their way to try to like make their area better, or make their community better, or their business or kind of relationships with customers or other things like that better, if that makes sense. Cause if you go to like a Jiffy Lou versus a family mechanic, you're going to have a much different experience. Yeah. And these people actually want you as a customer rather than just, pull as much money out of your yeah. pocket as another number another number because like you were saying you get a more lasting relationship with your your customers because you want them for life like yeah. you you are appreciative that they you know actually took a chance on sure. your sort of thing so you're not trying to just get as much as you can out of that sale basically you want them to be a long-term friend or for sure see you in that light and uh, not to dive too much into that, but yeah, I, I see it as they spend their their hard-earned money with me. Yeah, and then there also is like a lifetime value of a customer and having them around to support me. You know, it compounds over yeah. time, just like interest. You know, that that hundred dollars or fifty dollars a month could turn into thousands of dollars over yeah. a year's time. You know, or whatever. So, and it takes a while to build up that. Well, not really, but it takes a little bit to build up that trust. But once you have it, like. For example, some people that I might follow on Instagram or something like that, if I like your your style, your attitude, and you make clothes, you make supplement or other things mm -hmm. like that, I'll buy it from you, even if it's the same as you know a bigger brand or sure. something like that, just because I like the way you present yourself yeah. and the person you are, other things like that. So and yeah, there's I mean, there's so many things like that build a connection, just you know knowing the person. They actually reach out to you. They actually care. They they check up with you. Yeah. Unlike some of the other bigger brands or companies of whatever, they might just, hey, buy this shit and get out. Like, yeah. <laughs> come back when you need some more type thing. So I did get a question on Instagram. Let me pull it up. I got to go back to my personal page real You mean quick. you got 100? Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I forgot to post it. 
Where are we at? Where are we at? Where are we at? Oh, I got to go through the notifications. Here we go. The people are waiting. During your fitness journey, what are some nutrition myths people preached but aren't true? I might have a controversial one, actually. I will answer it first, and then uh, we can dive into it after that. Off the top of my head, now that I just read that, uh, that carbs are bad and that sugar, sugar and carbs are bad. Which I feel like I, that's one of those you know that, like, that one and, like, the cars before bed. I feel like all these things are so, like, um, obvious at some point that I guess, you know, so maybe some beginners still, like, see them and believe them. But I feel like they're so, like, stated, like, every Instagram account and Fit Chick and this and that, like, like teaches you, oh, this is actually false. So it's, like, normalized bloat. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like it's all, like, <laughs> I feel like the it's bloat. all explained by now. One that I think about that I feel like people still agree with is uh, that Maddie was saying the other day is uh, I think eating red meat's fine as long as you're digesting Hell it well. Yeah. I'm all for red meat. Yeah, sure. Not like an insane abundance, but I mean, if you overdo anything, anything's exactly, gonna be though, bad. That's the thing; it goes without. You saying. can't be a fucking idiot. Yeah. Like, have some balance in your life, food wise, and you know, don't you eat fucking carbs all day? Yeah, you're gonna get fat. Yeah, you eat absolutely. Meat all day, you're gonna get fat. No, whatever. My myth, I would say, is that a calorie is just a calorie. So I would Ooh, say, triggered. yeah, I always hear else. from these lab coats that a calorie is just a calorie. But break it down. I would say, if a calorie is just a calorie, marinate your chicken in bleach, and that won't change the calorie value, but oh, you'll feel a lot there. different. I'm sure. Hold on. What? Jesus Christ. <laughs> so go kill yourself. Yeah. What I'm saying is <laughs> that food is more than just a calorie value. It's It affects you so much differently yes. okay. to where you shouldn't I just prioritize lower calorie, higher calorie, macro, this and that. Focus on the nutrition. Focus As on the micronutrients. Chipotle three times a week. Hey, that's Plus. dire circumstances. <laughs> yes, I definitely agree with the Griffin. I do. I too, agree. Because yeah. I would say this, and this is something that you, back in the day of Instagram when all those like shredded by science or like this or that, people started preaching if it fits your macros. Somebody <laughs> I saw that I followed at the time said this, and it always stuck with me because he was like, if it's just about protein, carbs, and fats – I challenge you for a week to just eat for your protein, unfermented soy, for your carbs, high fructose corn syrup, and for your fats, hydrogenated oils, oh, and just see how you feel. Yeah, because you'll hit all gross. your macros, but you're going to feel a lot different. You can't even digest that fat, supposedly. Yeah. Like, so, hydrogenated, you can't even break it down. So that's just something I've always thought about. And so when I see all these people just do these like – macro concoctions of like Walden Farms this and like all this just like fake like test tube stuff. Mm -hmm. I just feel like I can only imagine how my stomach would feel. I would feel just gross and like lethargic and stuff. So that's the biggest thing I would say is, you know, I think to me, clean food, there is such a thing as clean food. People just like bullshit about that. But a yeah, calorie is not just a calorie. Like, you know, you should be eating whole, nutritious, yeah. clean foods. And I feel yeah, like it's, if you um, need to spice it up or add some sort of flavor, sure. But, like, your priority should not just be trying to maximize the amount of Pop-Tarts and dessert and, like, garbage you can eat just because it fits your macros. Yeah. I so, feel like it's like a pyramid of priorities to where it's like, like, from a broad standpoint, get the calories down, then the macros. And then, like, the whole foods and, like, nutritional content. Because I feel like 
obviously like they're all like very important and i I agree with you like to your point i think the nutritional like content of the food is like more important but i feel like for people to slowly break it down into a lifestyle they can like maintain i feel like if you start like with just like one step at a time working them up the pyramid they'll kind of get there further you know true true it is you don't want to go just cold turkey into a different lifestyle this is what i suggest gotta take steps me fish me fish in a rice cake. Yeah. And at noon, I have me rice cake. Sardines and protein Fish and rice cakes. Go for it. Yeah. <laughs> but the biggest thing I would say is for that, like, I feel like a lot of people don't really know. It's almost like you feel like you have to suffer. Because we were talking about this the other day because I, I was saying that I had just made, like, ground turkey plain yeah. and didn't add anything to it. But, like, learning to just season or, like, spice your food cook it well like you know you think about like a five-star restaurant or like a michelin star place they're not adding in like like sauces from a bottle and you know all these like um, boxed like flavorings or other things like that they're just using high quality ingredients but preparing them well or like Mm -hmm. doing good flavor combinations or other things like that so i feel like if you learn how to just eat like nutritious or whole foods but prepare them in a way that you enjoy like you know that's the best of both worlds yeah it's just hard to kind of figure out how to cook them right or or make them actually enjoyable too so that's the biggest thing i would say is the hump to get over yeah you're right and when you first started off calories aren't just a calorie yeah i didn't think you were gonna i i i don't know what i was thinking but i was like oh what's he talking about but I'm I'm one of those people that do eat rice, chicken, like most mostly whole yeah, foods. Yeah, we, we all eat mostly whole foods. But yeah, most people when they de- definitely the newbies and like couple, uh, I don't know, I don't know what they're, Some people like like the like the system. Yeah, and yeah. it's like oh, I can get around it. I get to eat what I want because it fits. Well, the biggest thing that is an eye opener to me too is like just people demonizing certain things or like looking at that as like something that's off limits. Because, like, let's say something like a salmon, a steak, oh, that's got a lot of fat in it or something like that. And it's like, so you're going to just eat, like, a rice cake with, like, this, you know, protein nut butter that's got all these, like, gums and, like, sweeteners and, like, this and that in it. And that's, like, better for you because it's, you know, lower calorie or, like, higher protein to fat ratio. Yeah, people's priorities are kind of fucked up. Yeah. I take my fish oil. What are you talking about? Okay. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, because yeah. I, I feel like, especially when I was somewhat new into lifting, but like a little bit in, I feel like that the biggest thing was like a lot of people were making these like protein fluffs or other things like that to where it's like a large volume, but just not many calories. And that was a big thing when Walden Farms was a thing too, is, okay, just because you can have like a high volume of this or be like a glutton. It's not that it's, like, good for you, though. Like, this is just something that's filling your stomach up, but it's just, like, empty almost. Yeah, you you still can't abuse it. So, I don't know. That's just the biggest thing for me is I feel like learning to undo some of the things that you initially learn or, like, think is kind of the school of thought within, like, fitness or health or other things like that. That is crazy to think, like, now that you brought that up, there are a lot of – not I hate to say it, not to say it. But I hate to say it, chicks typically are worse off than dudes when it comes to like finding those alternatives of like Walden Farms or fucking some bullshit that they recipe they found yeah. offline or 
or something like yeah. snack or treat. It's low calorie, low fat. Yeah. You know. Oh, not to keep rambling on this, Here but there was uh, some guy that used to make these like macro friendly recipes, and I tried some of them. I think of Michael Corey. Maybe that's who it was. He makes but good one recipes. of them, it was like a cookie dough with like chickpeas and like protein powder, and it was just like. <laughs> like, this is rock like, bottom. And it gets to a point in your life where it's yeah. like, if you're going to do it, like the ice cream, the just Halo Tops, the I never really got into well, them. I, I just I, ate real ice cream. Yeah. Sometimes like I've cream, seen like recipes where it's like, you can make like this protein version of like a Chick-fil-A sandwich. And then there's like, I see the table when the video starts and it's like 15 ingredients. I'm like, I will just have grilled chicken and like rice, you know, like sometimes like there's so much work into some of these creative like protein meals or desserts that it's like. Just have the real thing or, or, or just don't, you know. For sure. And I getting back to, like, uh, the alternatives and stuff like that, you know, people will say, oh, well, I'm trying to stay lean. I got to show I'm comp- competing or something yeah. like this. It's like, well, if you, if you were competing, then you should be, like, eating some, nutritious, yeah. like, whole foods, not, like, some bullshit. Yeah. You know, I don't know. It's, it's, it's tough to see, but you can't fix stupid, man. Yeah. No. I tried. Ah, but you know Duh. you can try and you know we try and teach you know you can try and teach people and you know but some people that are stuck in like the what's trendy and what's mm-hmm. like oh i can get away with it you don't you know, know how many times i'll get a text from like an old client of mine and they'll be like hey like i got this coming up in three weeks like what can i do to like lose 10 pounds and i'm like stop no. eat, stop <laughs> eating like, now yeah for the next 20 and days they'll be like i know i should do xyz but but what else can i what's do and i'm like you just have to work out yeah. and well, not eat too much. It's always frustrating, I feel like, for people or for me to try to talk to people because I try to explain the importance of, like, building habits but thinking, like, long-term. And I feel like a lot of people just, you know, have you ever had somebody ask you, like, oh, well, when can I get to the point where I can just maintain? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't have to keep, like, yeah. pushing or something like that. Or, like, you know, oh, I want to do this in three or five weeks or something like that. And it's like you've been your whole life in this other lifestyle and it's like it's not that you can just flip one switch and then oh well in this amount of time it's going to be good and then you can go back when you're not feeling like it anymore it's like you need to turn those stones over one at a time but then think down the road how different of a person you'll be or how much more natural that lifestyle will come to you basically yeah people think of of like working out as a hobby or like dieting as like a hobby it's like really you should have a lifestyle built around healthy eating and physical activity. And anything other than that for most people is not going to lead to a happy, fulfilling life. And it doesn't have to be like bodybuilding. It doesn't have to be competitive. It doesn't have to be body. intense. Just move your body right. a few times yeah. a week for like 30 minutes, you know, and then just mostly eat whole foods. It is crazy to me too. How do you ever think about like how many people's experience or perspective is like based around – and I guess it makes sense, but like their middle or high school, like, oh, I, I played football in high school or oh, I did this. And and it's like that just like is the the seed for the rest of your life, basically, that you compare everything to. And so it's funny to just think like, I guess, you know, it makes sense, I guess, after you're in the real world or like out, out of college that you focus on other things. But yeah. it's crazy to just think that like you get into this set routine or like, you know, we did this back in this day and like that's all we have to kind of look at for the rest of our lives basically of like oh the activity stopped at high school football but like that's the only thing you how many of y'all have seen like uh especially guys but i feel like it's prevalent in girls too is like 
you know, you'll see one girl and she was like athletic, look good, nice like legs and like ass and things like that. And like, you know, middle school, high school athletics. And then they go to college and they're not playing for like, you know, D1 sport or anything. They're not. So they're not playing a sport anymore. They don't pick up exercise and they just start drinking more. And then yeah. you look at them just within like six months and you're like, yeah. what the fuck? Blow like that's up. the legs are thing. so yeah. soft. Like bodies just gone. Chin. And it's for guys too. Like, yeah, it's chin. It's like this is really what? the age I feel like I'm noticing when people don't take care of themselves. How it's like, damn. Like, because sometimes I don't know. I, look I at, still feel like I look kind of the same as I did. When sometimes I was I'll look at like um, more overweight or obese people, and and not in a, like a mean way, but I'll look at them and I'll think like, how do you let yourself get there? And it's just slow like progression to where it's like. You know, some, I'm just like, how does a body look like that sometimes? And it's just, well, I just lack think, of movement. Yeah, the biggest thing is how how easy it might be to just have comfort to kind of rule your life sort of thing. Of yeah. Everything that, Convenience you know, is work is already hard enough or like, you know, the stresses of bill paying or debt or student loans or other things like that, that you don't want to then add another physical stress or like I deserve to sit on the couch. Yeah. I deserve to like and let eat me this do yeah, people give themselves too much no, uh, yeah. lenience. Because I used to train this one girl that um, she was a great person and, you know, we did make some strides. I haven't seen her in a while, but she was, she did always come clean of like, yeah, I work like this crazy schedule because I have a high paying job. It took me a lot to get there, but it's like a 12 hour day basically in like all like no windows fluorescent lighting basically that i'm just looking at a computer screen or other things like that then i'm just like drained when i get home so she would just uber eats and like comfort food basically mozzarella sticks like three or four appetizers from this place and it was just one of those things we would just try to keep a tally basically during the week of how many times did you uber eats but it's really hard i feel like when you know if you have that as an outlet or like a comfort what what do you replace that with that's as fulfilling as that, you know? So it's hard to get people to shift that habit when it's like, okay, well, we got a meal prep. But, like, is that really enjoyable to look forward to when you get home after a day like that? So it's hard to kind of switch that that pleasure, that fulfillment, you know? Here's the question. Would you rather make – and obviously we all know, like, we have the drive and goals and ambition to, like, if we were to make over six figures or more – like be in that situation. So like you make over six figures, but like you're dead when you get home, you don't want to, you know, you're, you're that person. You just want to be comfortable or make 30 grand a year, 25 grand a year, but like be active, just uh, like enjoying life a little bit more. Absolutely. But I still, I mean, I think I'm the person where I would realize, Hey, there's another way to make that amount of money. People just look at things like wrong and you know, it's, Listen to uh, your story about your client, like her job and everything. It made me think about this one MMA analyst that I follow. Like he was talking about his old profession one day, where he used to be like a uh, not a speechwriter or anything, but he'd like kind of write. I don't know. He'd write things or write. Yeah, he may, might write speeches or look over them um, for like politicians and lobbyists and things like that. And he was saying how he felt so ethically uh, immoral and wrong and the work drained him so much that literally he was like, his body was deteriorating. His fingernails were like falling out and things like that. He was so like mentally and physically stressed anxiety and just all these things. Just, he hated his job that bad that like he was just deteriorating. I feel like a lot of these people, they're in these cubicles. They're working a job that they don't like. They're kind of like just existing through life and just passively going through these things. And like their profession that they like, you know, went through this degree or worked through so many years to go through 
is just draining them and just making them live like this miserable like life and i feel like they just don't naturally like think oh i can just step away or do something less they think about well at least i'm getting paid well yeah like they have that, that false financial kind of thing though like that comfort of you know you almost get limited by just thinking that oh if i leave like I won't have health insurance for a bit. Yeah. Or like I won't have those benefits. And at like, least they know what their next know. day looks like. They know they're going to get up at six, go to work at nine. Yeah. They're yeah. like, that's familiar to them. I guess it's just being scared. Yeah. To, like, Understandably, jump, but to get out of it, but fuck being like a prisoner of your yeah. own body, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. I would just start. I mean, I'm at the, I mean, I'm not that far off to where I could, if I wanted to, I could jump and start something new and just go, go off the grid yeah. type thing. But, you know, even if I was making, you know, six figures, seven seven figures, whatever, like, and I was that unhappy, I would definitely transition out as quickly as I could to, like, yeah. doing something, living way below my means to make sure I could get by and start working on something that I was actually passionate about or felt purpose, yeah. you know, felt purpose yeah. behind. Well, you know. and not to say that they don't, but if you have money but nothing else, no habits, no, like, yeah. other you know other elements of your life that like you can build off of then you realize that money's not all it's cracked For up sure. to be by that point to where like yeah. i feel like like you said if i was making 30 grand which for a long time i've been making less than that yeah but it's like i still feel like i know how to meal prep i know how to make that budget work to where like i feel fulfilled in so many other areas that then i feel like okay well i'm free to then just compound upon like trying to make more money because all the other areas of life, I feel like I've gotten a good habit or routine or yeah. like, you know, thing instilled in. If that I have makes an sense. analogy yeah. that'll bring it all together. Money is the machines in your life, and everything else is the free weights. Oh, you got <laughs> oh, he's cracked it. The matrix. Um, you yeah. gotta have purpose, meaning, passion, um, every day in your life as the framework of your day, and those free weights. And the money is just the machines. It's the it's the extra pump that you can get. It's the extra volume you can add to your life when it's there. But if if that's all you have though, then and you're missing the passion and the uh, you know excitement and the purpose in your life, you're just gonna be dragging yeah. through the workout. Yeah, you're dragging for sure. through your life. Yeah. I boom. I like that. Mind blown. Fuck. <laughs> smash that like button. Yeah, smash that like button. I, I did, by the way. I just got a buzz on my phone. I was like, oh, let me check. Another question? I just got another question six minutes no, ago. Buzz live question. Yeah, live questions. <laughs> you have just won. Yeah. Coming at you live. Yeah. This is a good one. Do you ever see Iron Built outgrowing its current environment? Ah. Uh. Might be a conversation for off camera, <laughs> but um, uh, it's hard to say. We've only been open for uh, it'll almost be five months in like a week. Um, Stay tuned for Iron Built Land. Iron Built mm. Two, yeah. <laughs> opening of the Krusty Krab Iron two. Land. Um, yeah, Iron Land. Yeah, uh, you know, we'll see. We'll see. There's a lot of uh, things that have to go on. We're, we're probably hiring our first employee soon, so that's a big step. We just surpassed a hundred members, um, and, and a bit past that at this point. Um, a few weeks ago and things are going really well and we appreciate all the support and it's been phenomenal we got like i said so much more stuff just coming every month every week is is new stuff um so i mean we'll see i think five years it's so hard to look in the future five years ago i was like a freshman in high school um so it's you know it's crazy five years from now where i'll be where all of us will be where gym flow will be yeah um because it's only been five years as a company right yeah so and like um, maybe two years like actually doing something with it (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, 
Anyway, uh, so good, really good question, but it's it's so hard to say, to say. Um, but I can at least say like the goal is fill out the machine room with more machines, higher quality machines. We have plans for that. Um, continue to upgrade the free weight room with you know better racks, better this and that, um, and really just maximize the space. We're not just going to have like everything, but what we do have, we want it to be highest quality, be premium, um, and just grow the community. Everyone in here kind of naturally has become friends, especially with people that come around this consistent time. And that's what we want it to be was, uh, you know, very uh, community first. And when you get here, you know everybody and you feel yeah. comfortable and happy. And, you, you know, it's a family here. For sure. So uh, more of that. And, you know, me and Brock, we were talking earlier this morning, you know, stressing over like what we could do more into the near future for events and community yeah. building things. So, you know, it's always Water something. balloon fight. Yay. Well, we're talking white about t-shirts. white t- white <laughs> t-shirt car wash. Car wash. <laughs> Nice. That's yeah. what really brings the community yeah. together. Yeah. <laughs> but <Cute> uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, cherry pie, uh, warrant. Yeah. Yeah, well, warrant. I was yeah. thinking pour some sugar on there. Oh yeah, yeah, that's yeah. a good one too. But cherry pie would be the the good yeah. song for that. But you know, it's that it's, it is crazy to think, man. Yeah, because I know we talked a little bit about it last time, but this place is still so young, so green. Yeah. Yeah. And a newborn. Uh, yeah. It's cool to see what you know what happens with the you know, first summer coming up. It's a good way to end the podcast. Yeah. All right, y'all. That's it for this Monday. We will catch you all next time. Make sure you keep up to date on the Gym Flow site for the Cherry Freeze launch that and is if you this have coming Friday. On any of the topics we talked about, drop them in the comments or share the podcast. Mention us on the story. Yes. Love to hear your thoughts as far as the handshakes and the you know old timey deal making or you know free weights. What do you feel about machines and things like that? Yeah. Um, and like you said, share the podcast. Check out Cherry Freeze Friday for sure. And uh, make sure you follow us all on social media. The description below to uh, find the tags and whatnot, and we will see see y'all today, folks. And that, yeah, that's all, folks. See y'all next week. We're out of here.